Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, it's our final hour here on a uh, hot Thursday in the capital city. We say hello now to Matt Snyder, Major League Baseball, CBS. He comes to us, of course, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Matt, good afternoon, man. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, keeping an eye on the Cubs game, playing Milwaukee today. Uh, it is my uh, prediction for the Chicago Cubs, that it will be a bumpy ride the rest of the season. Win some, lose some, around 500, and nobody wants to win this division uh, in the National League Central. Where are you on the Cubs and on the Milwaukee Brewers, who are out in front in today's game? Uh, similar to what you said on the Cubs. I, it's, it's, you're already past the halfway point of the season. At some point, you just are what you are, and uh, it's, it's time to quit pretending they're going to all of a sudden morph into a team that plays like a 101 team. It's, it's just not in the cards this year. Probably going to have to go out and get a starting pitcher, if not two, in front of the trade deadline. You know Hendricks will be back. Don't think Lester has more in the tank and can get better in the second half. Uh, Montgomery's probably better suited for the bullpen. And the offense, I think, again, it is what it is at this point. It's inconsistent, and you probably – are going to be able to rely on Bryant down the stretch. You definitely can rely on Rizzo. But past that, I think there's just going to be a bunch of inconsistency. Uh, 84, 85 wins or so, probably, I, I would guess. And I think that will be good enough to win the division. I don't think the Brewers are even are, are as good as they've been playing. But, again, they've played 87 games. So we can't just dismiss it totally and say they're a total fluke. That's 87 games. That's not a small sample. So I think the Brewers are going to hang in there. And uh, it's going to be close. Brewers uh, just put another one on the board, a two-run homer from Ryan Braun, his 10th of the year, and they lead it 4 nothing over the Cubs. Uh, this Brewers team, a very interesting case study. If they hold on today, then move to eight games over five hundred with it. A team that has a pretty stocked-up farm system. The young guys that have come up over the last year or two kind of starting to come into their own. I don't think they're going to be a big buyer, but... Could you see this be a team that goes out there, makes a couple of small mid-level uh, additions possibly without having to mortgage the future? Yeah, I think it, the goal for uh, GM Doug Stearns will be to kind of around the edges, clean things up. You know, that's when you see teams get bullpen depth or maybe a, a, a lower-tier starting pitcher to kind of add someone who can eat more innings there, stuff like that, maybe some bench players. Uh, but nothing where they're going to have to cough up a big portion of the farm system. It's it's a, it's a balancing act because I'm sure every team heading into spring training says all the right things. And if you would have said, Oh, what did you guys think in spring training? You think you were going to be in first place? I'm sure they go, Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> Deep down in their heart of hearts, they probably expected to be 15 games behind the Cubs right now. Mm-hmm. And so just because you're ahead of schedule, you don't start to mortgage the future and go all in. However, you, you never know. I mean, if, if this is going to be their best chance to, to win a World Series, so you can't take it lightly. So, again, it's a bit of a balancing act uh, for Stearns. And in many ways, it's among the toughest jobs there is because it's easy for teams who expected to contend and are contending to go out and say, we're going all out to try to win it all like the Cubs did last year. It's easy to be that guy. It's easy if you're in the red situation to say, hey, we're open for business, we're selling 
veterans for prospects. Those decisions are easy. And the Brewers situation, or even if you look over in the American League, you look at the Twins, Mm -hmm. those are the jobs that are very difficult. Well, and the other portion of that, I I think uh, probably for both sides, is you look at Milwaukee with what the Nationals can do and what they can put in their rotation, and especially the Dodgers. And on the other side, a team like the Twins, even if you get in, are you going to be able to beat Boston in a series? Are you going to be able to beat Houston in a series? Probably not. I'm sure that's Milwaukee's way of thinking. Because of that, does that maybe even slow things down a little bit, say, again, we're not going to go out there and make the big splash knowing that even if we get into the playoffs, we're still not built to win in a big playoff series. If you're lined up for a wild card, and it looks like you might have to go up against a lockdown ace like Madison Butler or Clayton Kershaw, the answer is yes, then you kind of hold back. But in series, crazy things happen in postseason series. I mean, it's, all you have to do is look at 2014, when the Royals swept the Angels who won 98 games in the regular mm, season. Right. And on the other side, the Giants won the World Series basically with one starting pitcher. Mm. I mean, they, they had, TV and Hudson couldn't even get out of the second inning in the World Series. And they still won the World Series. So I think if you're going to get series, then you have to take. You have to say, you know what? The the 2006 Cardinals won the World Series with 83 regular season wins. Right. Crazy things can happen in the postseason. All you have to do is get there, and then anything can happen. Just last year, I mean, before the playoffs began, nobody gave the Indians a shot because of the injuries that they had to Carrasco yep. to Salazar, and they were a play away from winning the World Series. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And they swept They swept the Red Sox. I yeah. think everybody probably picked yeah. Red Sox yeah. in three or four, yeah. and they swept them. So it's, yeah, again, just get there. Don't Well, okay, then that, that brings me to my point here. Don't you find it ironic that in the National League Central and the American League Central, where Cleveland resides, it's either big-time World Series hangover or it's just that nobody really wants to win those two respective divisions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's I, I wrote about that several weeks ago, how it seems like uh, the, the Indians, when they were going worse than they are now, now they're five games over 500, but when they were hovering around 500, just like the Cubs were, it was like, man, they're trying to let somebody run away with this division, and, and nobody will. So it's, it, to me, it seems dangerous for the other teams, aside from the Indians and Cubs, to let them hang around and linger like that when they're not playing their best. Because, again, at least a few weeks ago, you would have said, because it's only a matter of time before things start to click. Now, on the Cubs, I'm kind of like, man, that's, you know, they've played, eight, this is their 85th game. And if they lose that, they're under 500. It's hard to say this is still the team we thought they were at the start of the year. So, this Cubs team, you got Ian Happ up there. He's doing a lot of things. He's showing the pop that a lot of people mm-hmm. expected playing a bunch of defensive positions. Now Schwarber is back. What's the best lineup? Or is it going to be like we saw last year where Madden's able to mix and match, do a lot of different things, keep guys fresh? What's the game plan now for the Cubs with everybody getting back healthy, getting back on the right page? What's this offense going to look like in the back half of the year? Well, I think he wants to play Schwarber every day. Um, The corresponding move to Schwarber was lackey to the DL. And, you know, he's probably not even going to miss a start because it's a 10-day deal and there's an all-star break in there. Mm -hmm. I think once they activate Lackey, they're going to have to make a decision on a position player. And Hap has played his way into needing major playing time. And they want to play Schwarber every day, like I said. Contreras needs to be in the lineup almost every day. Zobris is going to need to get at bats even though he's not going well right now. Obviously, Addison Russell and Javier Baez need to get theirs too. So we've got a a huge logjam here. 
And the one guy who sticks out to me as being young and definitely still has options left and has not been hitting the ball well for a little bit now is Albert Elmore. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think they're going to send Elmore down, and it's going to be mostly Jay and uh, and Hap in center field. Okay, and that's kind of how they'll at least free up some of that log jam there, and maybe Elmore starts to get hot in the minors, and when you can bring him back up at the very latest in September maybe get him back on track because he's going to be an asset defensively and on the bases. He's just not hitting right now. And uh, I know he gets, he scores out poorly in some of the defensive metrics, but he's going to be a good defender. So I think it, that would be my guess. That's a total guess. I don't have any sources on this. And the Cubs probably haven't even made up their mind yet either because somebody might get hurt mm-hmm. in that time. Right. But my guess is if their hand is forced and they have to pick a position player to go down, it's going to be Almora. All right. So who would be trade bait? We had a discussion earlier and I I brought it up that if Kyle Schwarber shows any signs of life in the major league, similar to what he had last year, that he would be for an American League team. And Trent referenced uh, Sonny uh, Sonny Gray Sonny Gray at uh, Oakland yeah. at Oakland. Would would that be even though they said that Schwarber was untouchable last year? Would their thought process change? I mean, every every indication is that the Cubs are essentially obsessed with Schwarber and don't want <laughs> and will not trade him. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think that would be a decent fit. I really do because I don't. He's not this bad, but I mean, there's a, I put Schwarber on my all overrated list in the offseason, and it really hurt me because as a Cubs fan and the guy who went to Indiana, <laughs> that's a double whammy there. For me. So <laughs> I love is. Schwarber. Yeah, but. I, I, I think maybe I was being protective over him. I think people were thinking like, "Oh man, he's going to hit 320 with a 450 on base and it hit 40 home runs." Like, I was like, "Oh man, settle down." I think when he settles in, he's going to be a 250-ish average hitter with a high on base percentage because he takes his walks and a 30 to 35 home run guy. You know, in full seasons where he's actually hitting with a 250 average, and that's a really good player, but that's not the superhuman mythical creature Kyle Schwarber that we that we saw in the postseason and that we heard a lot about. So that's why I thought he was kind of overrated. But, but anyway, that was kind of a tangent there. <laughs> Who is going to be trade bait? Uh, Candelario for sure. Okay. There's just no place for him on an everyday basis. I mean, you, he can play the corner, but you've got Rizzo and Bryant. And there are guys who can fit if you need to. I mean, you can play Javi Bryant at third base. You can play him at first if you want. Um, so there's just never going to be a full-time home for Candelario. Um, I, I wonder about Elmora, in all honesty. If somebody wants somebody young and you think that uh, they're going to be maybe playing Ian Happ on an everyday basis in center field down the line, then maybe trading Elmora makes sense with Candelario. And that's a decent package of guys who are big league ready. A lot of teams will want guys who are big league ready and they don't want to wait four years for a prospect to develop. So maybe a, a package starting with Elmora and Candelario could land somebody like Sonny Gray. Mm-hmm. They probably would need more. But that, that's a decent starting point, I think. So uh, out in the East, the Yankees-Red Sox, we were hoping maybe it'd be a fun summer battle, but things have not gone real well for the Yankees short of Aaron Judge. Batances yesterday, he comes in, he's awful, walks four of the five guys that he sees. Uh, they say he's an all-star. I'm not seeing it out of him. But uh, this Yankees team, how concerned are you about them going forward 6-16 and in their last 22? A decent amount because – they're starting to come back to that pack where like almost every AL playoff team is in the wild card mix right, right now. And once you get in the middle of that, a couple games can make all the difference in the world. 
And it's weird. The one thing you didn't think they were going to have to worry about heading into this year was the back end of the bullpen with Patanzas and Chapman. Mm-hmm. But it's been a big concern lately. And when the starting pitching is, is so inconsistent, then that's really problematic. And for a while, the offense, there was no way they were going to keep it up. I mean, there were guys like Starlin Castro hitting 350. Didi's is having a career year offensively, but his numbers are probably going to continue to go down a little bit. And Brett Gardner had that ridiculous May. That's kind of fallen off. So you're right. Well, Sanchez, too. Gary Sanchez has been very, very good lately. But it's mostly been just judging Sanchez. Obviously, they keep Holiday back from the DL, but he's 37 years old. Right. So it seems like there's going to be a lot of inconsistency moving forward with this group. The good news there for them is they got off to such a good start, they can absorb this downturn here. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you take a look at Major League Baseball as a whole, would you sign up if the World Series began tomorrow for the Dodgers and the Houston Astros and why? Oh, absolutely. I think that would be awesome. I mean, it, it's been a while since the Dodgers have won the World Series, but the Astros have never won the World Series. They've only been once, and that was as an NL team. So it would be a, a new record, like the only team that's been to the World Series for both leagues. And really, they're the two best teams right now. So you always want to see the two best teams make it to the World Series and see them duke it out. And it, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. I mean, uh, you could see it like at Dallas Keuchel, Clayton Kershaw's showdown, the two, mm-hmm. two of the best lefties in the game. There's so many good young players on both teams. And look at the shortstops alone, Carlos Correa and Corey Seager. Come on. And, then, you know, throwing Cody Bellinger. Jose Altave is still young, even though it seems like he's been around forever. There's uh, George Springer is one of the most exciting leadoff men in the game. There's just so many fun things on both sides there. I think that would be awesome. Good stuff, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. The Cubs not looking good right now. All-Star game coming up next week, Matt. Uh, we won't talk to you before then. And uh, with it, looking at the rosters, you got a, a team that looks stronger to you, their team that you're picking, and maybe give us a pick in that home run derby as well. Uh, home run derby, I'm going to go Stanton. He's at home. I'd I, love to I, I see Stanton judge finals, I but uh, I, I think he's a defending champ anyway, and he's at home, and he's going to, you know, a little, little extra adrenaline boost from the home crowd. So I, I'll go Giancarlo there. In the game, I mean, it's it, it's sort of a dart at a dartboard. Uh, I, I'll just pick NL, but it's not because of any reason whatsoever. The one thing when in looking at the rosters really fast, I will say, is – uh, there are a lot of first-timers, and that's really fun. That's really cool to see a lot of guys who are definitely deserving but are first-timers. So I, I think that's the fun aspect of it. What about Mike Trout with the uh, Angels? The guy's been out with the injured thumb. I just saw where he's going to begin rehab right after the All-Star break uh, at, what, their double-A team, I believe. So what, yeah. what, what's his prognosis as far as getting back onto the field? Oh, I think it'll be pretty quick after the All-Star break, maybe a, a week or two, uh, two probably max. And then uh, as long as the Angels are hanging right around in that wild card mix, they're not that far out, mm-hmm. adding the best player in baseball back to the roster. It, it's weird. It, it, I mean, that should give them a huge boost, but then you look at the pitching staff and you're like, good Lord, how are they only a game under 500? It's a terrible pitching staff. So that's another fun one to watch uh, going to the deadline because surely they'll try to add pitching, but they basically have a barren farm system. So we'll see how creative they can be. Good stuff. Hey, Matt, we're out of time for today. We will talk again soon. Enjoy the break, the all-star break. And uh, does that mean you get a little time off, or is it just all systems go leading up to the trade deadline? 
Oh no, uh, no, no time off. I mean, I'm, I'll be in Miami for the, nice. all the stuff there. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no complaints about that. No, but no, it, no. it is work. No. Yeah, it is work. <laughs> but, yes, yeah. on the beach. We it's know work, but no complaints. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Thank, okay. thank you, bud. All thank right. you. Have a good one, guys. See you, Matt Snyder, Major League Baseball, CBS, on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. What is it? Five nothing now, Milwaukee Brewers continue to pour it on for five nothing. As they play in the top is of Montgomery the third. Is Montgomery still in? No, no. He oh, has okay. been pulled. And now a bases loaded walk makes it 6, six nothing. nothing. Four pitches all wide. Four pitch walk with the bases loaded. Joe Madden. I mean, they look at, they have a shot of him in the dugout. He doesn't look happy. He's not a he? happy dude. No, no, nor he should. Nor should he be. He should put on the Bobby Valentine clown nose. You think so? I think that maybe that'll help. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Anything to get them out of this funk because they are in it. Yesterday afternoon, yes. Well, we were talking about the struggles. They came back, got the win. Yeah, but back at it. I'm, I'm just saying this is this is what we're gonna get. Now, is it Contreras out there? And he's uh, he had to go talk to the pitcher. He just yeah. threw another ball, <laughs> dude. I can see it right now, dude. What the hell are you doing? Throw Leatherish. a freaking strike, Leatherish. <laughs> Golly. Walks the first three batters that he sees. Six nothing. Brewers. Oh, he finally threw a strike. <laughs> See, a if strike I yell across. at the guy, then it works. That's all it takes. <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, uh, Bobby Legess, Land of Ten, is going to be our guest. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Attention taxpayers, do you owe taxes to the IRS? Have any unfiled tax returns? Received a letter from the IRS? If so, it's only a matter of time before the IRS takes aggressive action against you. For over a decade, Oxford Tax Partners has helped people settle, reduce, or eliminate their tax debts. Call 1-800-464-0029 for a free consultation. Let Oxford Tax Partners resolve your IRS tax debts. 1-800-464-0029. 1-800-464-0029. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry. My pillow, and don't forget there is a 60 day money back guarantee. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800 951 4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four pack special. You'll get 50% off two My Pillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows and free shipping. 
This is a test of the emergency alert system. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Jim, the onslaught continues on the north side of Chicago. Milwaukee 9. The Cubs absolutely nothing as they play in the top of the third inning. Didn't we just see a fly ball to left? Schwarber catches it, and then when he goes to throw, it flies out of his hand and goes backwards. Mm-hmm. Not only did the runner tag from third base and score, but the runner had went all the way from first to third on the play. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is the way it's going to be. Uh-oh, now what? That's oh, that's a replay. A replay. Oh, that's Brian Braun's home run. Okay. <laughs> All right, because he's up at the plate right now. I mean, this club stinks. The uh, next guest on the line with us, the Draft House 50 hotline. He does not stink. He does not, and uh, this might put a smile on his face because he's a White Sox guy. Ah, Bobby Lejess from the Land of Ten. He joins us right now and talking a little Hawkeyes with him. Bobby, what's going on? What puts a smile on my face this afternoon is he does not stink. I might have to get that play on business card that I hand out. <laughs> Glowing endorsement from Jim Brinson. Bobby Lejess, he does not stink. He does not stink. I like it. Bobby, how have you been, pal? 
Oh, just trying to enjoy the summer like everybody else as we're slowly getting closer to Big Ten media days and Iowa football season uh, approaching. Let me follow up with with that. And Trent and I had a real good uh, conversation yesterday on James Butler, the running back, who they will get for one year and his grad transfer out of Nevada. I saw him play a couple of times. This is a guy that ran for over 1,300 yards and caught over 30 footballs coming out of the backfield. Will we see, will, will, in your estimation, will Kirk Ferentz put two running backs on the field, run one in motion, or run him up into a slot? Will, if, if, if younger Ferentz decides that he can make a few plays this, will the old man say, okay, go ahead and do it? The short answer to that is yes. I think you'll see plenty of both of them on the field at the same time. Iowa wanted to play Wabu in the slot last year, did so a little bit, gives them a little bit different look. And you also have to remember, get away from all the running game stuff with this, because, yes, that's the most important piece here. Iowa now has two legitimate playmakers it can have in the backfield who are versatile and elusive and have the potential to make big plays all game long. This might help the passing game more than anything else just because of where it starts. Wadley was the team's second leading receiver last year. He was their their second receiving option. He can do about anything you want in the passing game. You know, he can catch the deep ball, showed that with Iowa State last year, right off the screens, can make plays in the intermediate passing game. Iowa can now use him in that same role this year as much as it wants to help the passing game. They have him. They'll have Matt Vandenberg back. They can rely on those two to make some plays in the passing game. And that gives time for all of the newcomers to kind of find their footing at wide receiver. If it starts with day one and it all clicks, great. But if not, the new quarterback can always throw the screen to Wadley or find the play to him or hit Matt somewhere else, where if they didn't add a running back, Iowa would probably have to lean more on Wadley in the backfield just because they didn't have an established running back behind him. So now this gives them the option to kind of use Wadley and Butler to an extent who can catch the ball in kind of some ways you might not have thought Iowa was going to be able to use its running backs when it came out of the spring game. You know, Iowa in the past has used the uh, the jet sweep, the fly sweep a couple of times with success, and then uh, it has been a part of the playbook the last couple of years, but it has not worked out very well. Could you see some uh, different things opening up, uh, different ideas with the new system and the new offensive coordinator there? Uh, Brian Ferentz, guys, maybe coming in motion. We've seen Wisconsin do that very effectively throughout the last couple of years. Jazz Peavy's been incredibly good uh, running that play for the Badgers. Could we see something like that also crop up in the playbook? Oh, there's no doubt. Ferentz, when he got hired, talking talked about playing to his players' strengths, being flexible, and having schemes that work with the players you have. And I think he can be as creative as he wants with these two running backs and deploying them, whether together in the backfield, somebody in the slot, somebody, you know, wide receiver elsewhere, you have jet sweeps, you have motion, you have these other things. All those things he talked about wanting to be able to do and being a little bit creative is now at his disposal with those two. And yeah, it's kind of limited to just the running back room right now. But if Brian wants to do things that are maybe a little bit different, that can create mismatches or get those running backs in situations where maybe they're getting covered by a linebacker, he can kind of you know use the football field as a chessboard to move those guys around to get it done. So I think jet sweeps and that kind of stuff is just kind of the beginning of what could potentially be done with these two if Iowa wants to go that route. 
Bobby LeJust is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Bobby, let me fire this at you. Uh, you have any idea, any idea, who the starting quarterback will be against Wyoming? Uh, no, flip a coin, and I don't know if Iowa does either at this point, because when they left at spring camp, it was pretty much 50-50 between Tyler and Nathan, and even if someone has started to maybe show that they might be a little bit different, separate themselves and some of the seven-on-seven stuff that's going on right now, I don't think the coaching staff would necessarily buy it or believe it until they saw it in, when the pads came on in August anyway. So even if someone is kind of building a better resume than the other right now, I think it's only written in pencil, and the coaching staff would need to see it once they got to practice. And until the practice starts, anybody who's saying somebody that might have won the quarterback job already, don't think you can you can actually go that way just because there was to the where they were at the end of the spring. There's no separation between the two. You know, Bobby, going into the spring when they were both listed as co-starters, it felt like. Maybe just throwing a bone at Uyghurs, the guy that had been there for a while, and, and probably hopeful to keep him around. As the spring went on, we had an opportunity to see him here, seeing him over at Kinnick in the uh, spring game to finish things up. You know, The gap, if there was a gap, it, it seemed incredibly tight between the two. If you had to put money down, and we're, uh, we're forcing you to make that bet, <laughs> who takes snap number one against Wyoming? I would still bet with Stanley just because yeah. he won it, the backup job last year, mm-hmm. yeah. um, came as a true freshman and won it, which you kind of have to be pretty impressive to pull that off. He was the guy who got the reps on. Granted, they were minimal and limited during game action last year, but he was the one they threw in when they had to go to a number two quarterback. And it seemed like the belief in that football office was that Nathan Stanley would kind of just take that job and maybe run with it in the spring, maybe do it in the summer, maybe preseason camp, but at some point he was going to do that. So I would still bet on what the expectation was last year because neither looked great in the public showings that were available during the spring. Now, granted, it's a small sample size from spring practice, but there wasn't much you could like out of either guy. And so if we're at the point where they're even, I think Nathan's upside from what he showed last year at some point is probably going to have to come together and would probably, I think, give him the edge to win the job some point in August. Bobby, the offensive line, once again, and the running backs will be the strong suit. The wide receiver core is really up in the air. Uh, how much concern do you have? I know you reference Vandenberg, but we've seen two-foot uh, issues. I mean, he doesn't even, and, and they were non-contact. I mean, he could just be running a pattern, and the foot could go on him again. If that were to happen, how devastating then would that be to the passing game? He's probably the most important player on this team overall because if he goes down, what do you have there at wide receiver? It's a whole bunch of new guys, people who have never really done much um, at Iowa or inexperienced. And so I don't see how you find passing game success this year, especially anything just beyond what they did last year without Matt having a really good season. And to the point of who knows how his foot is. He says it's healthy. Iowa says it's healthy. Nobody there is really taking it as a – we have to ensure he plays every Saturday kind of thing mm-hmm. to get him on the field. He's going to go and practice like he's done every other season. I asked him if there was anything he was going to change with this season just to kind of help himself stay healthy, fresh, anything to ensure that. And he looked at me and thought for a second and said, 
he never thought of that before, and this was back in June, and that he doesn't think he needs to change anything because of what he'd done in the past had gotten him this far, which is a legitimate answer. But I think if you're an Iowa fan, you do kind of have to be a little worried about that just because the kid broke his foot twice in the same year. That doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to know how healthy it is until you probably get through the season and go, okay, it was fine. But until that point, it's going to be something you're going to be like a parent when a kid's not home by curfew wondering what's going on. Bobby Legest is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Okay, take me quickly to basketball. We know the guys have been working out a little bit, saw a couple of uh, photos out of practice sessions. In one of the photos, there's a another McCaffrey standing there. <laughs> Not just the old man as the coach, but the kid. Are we building up too much? Is I know he said a baseball first, but is he going to be in a basketball jersey this winter? Well, He'll be he'll be there because he will be on the bench and around the team until baseball really gets going, and then he'll take that first and foremost. But I think he is going to redshirt. I don't I don't think they did all that. They thought that through. They put all the planning into it to switch gears at the last moment. The basketball team's got some depth. Yeah, point guards the one position they could probably use um, somebody else to go along there. But I think they're going to stick with the plan. There was always the possibility he might go on that trip. Um, the last I heard from talking to him or anyone there is it was kind of up in the air if he would either go there or baseball or not do either one of those tri- the trips that those two teams have. But at a minimum, it's the summer. Um, if baseball's not playing a game, I don't see why if you were him, you wouldn't end up there in that gym. Just as an athlete, that seems like the natural thing you would be doing. Mm-hmm. I just still have a sneaking suspicion that – it's not over. Yeah, this was the plan that they came up with. Was about a month ago, maybe end of May, they kind of uh, came out with this one. But for a kid that has been a high-level basketball player to give that up in a way for a year, I don't know. I, I don't think this one's quite over yet. And, well, you know, Bobby, it's summertime in Iowa. we got to speculate <laughs> about things. It's July. There's not a whole lot going on. And you got to find anything you can. It's the same reason you see writers across the country doing top 100 lists on yes, yes. conference players yes. or top quarterbacks nationally or things like that. But here's the one point to remember with all that. Yeah, it's not going to be easy for him to sit out during a basketball season like that, especially voluntarily when he chooses to redshirt. But he wants to play baseball too, and he wants to see what his potential can be there. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of laid out to them by the Iowa baseball staff. It's going to be awfully hard for him to find that out if he doesn't put baseball's priority number one his first season. And so that may change year two, year three, year four. But in order to see what he can do for baseball, that has to become his top sport for this year. So I think that will drive everything else with him. You know, uh, Bobby, the primetime league going on, a little hiatus as they'll be back in action starting on Sunday here. Uh, The two freshmen have been kind of the spotlight guys. Seems like it's that way every year. You're getting your first glimpse of these guys. Nunji and Garza certainly have uh, have been big impact, but what else? Out of the returning players, who's a, a guy that's maybe impressed you, some of the things that you've heard and seen over in North Liberty and Waterloo over at the PTL? Yeah, a lot has been little things that the returning players are doing and that they're working on. Jordan Bohannon's trying to attack the basket more and get his shot off more because as anybody who watched last year probably remembers, whenever he tried to attack the basket, the offense kind of stalled because he wasn't able to do much with it, and it was almost like a wasted play. It would be one of those you know, 
plays where you hand the ball up, up the middle and it goes for negative two yards. Mm-hmm. And then you also have Christian Williams, who's kind of trying to do the same thing because he lost total confidence in his shot last season and basically his ability to do much on offense because he shot below 20% from the three-point line last year. So he's trying to find his confidence in his shot, looking to take shots, looking to attack the basket. Daly's the same way as somebody who's trying to build a role for this team and play to his scoring benefits is doing the same exact thing. So you're seeing a bunch of different guys, especially those role guys, or guys who didn't have a lot of minutes last year who are trying to find ways to add new wrinkles to their game. And that's where the primetime league is so good for these guys is because the things they're working on, they can go and spend a 40-minute game and just work on it. The level of competition doesn't matter if you enter a game thinking, all I want to do is attack the basket every time I get the ball. Mm-hmm. By the time you get through that entire season, you'll be a little bit more comfortable doing that by the time you have to do it against the guys in the Big Ten. It's my opinion that Ryan Creener is going to be a guy who plays a lot of minutes, whether as a starter or off the bench and it's not and we all know it's not who starts it's who finishes and I believe that he'll be on the court uh when it's time to finish where are you on Creener? he looked good in the prime time league I try not to read too much into the stats guys are putting up or what they're doing because right. it's basically a glorified gym session but there is a spot to be had there in the post four minutes this year, and he is the one experienced guy who could come up and grab some of that time away from some of the newcomers. He's looked good. He's done a lot of good things with the pick and roll, which I think would play his strengths very well with Iowa when the season comes along. Him and Bohannon are on the same team in the primetime league, so that just gives them a little bit more time to build a rapport with each other, which will help him during the season. He's definitely going to have the opportunity to carve out as big of a role that I think as he kind of wants or is able to. The question will be, um, will the freshmen eat in some of those minutes because of what, what they do themselves? All right, that's my follow-up then. With Pencil not being able to participate and recovering again from surgery, who's going to be left out? I know Dom is going to be one of them who's going to be left out. But who else do you think will be left out with the two big freshman guys coming in? And we'll see a major diminishment in in minutes played. That's a really tough question. It's not just who are the freshmen coming in. It's also returning guys. What do they do? I think you're going to expect Bohannon to play a lot of minutes. I think you'll expect Cook to play a lot of minutes. I think when you look at everybody else in the wing – what you saw at the end of last year is a good starting spot, but as you also saw through last year, guys' minutes varied a whole lot based off of who was playing well and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see the same kind of thing happen with the rest of the, with the post this year. Penzel going to get his minutes. You'll see him play some at the four, some at the five, depending on some lineups at the three. You know you can you can mark him down for probably about 20 minutes a game is probably a safe bet. Then the rest of it's going to be how you fill the rest of that time and. I think it's just going to be Creener, and it's going to be the freshman in the post, and it's going to come down to who's playing well this week and who isn't, and however, you know, X number of minutes. Say it's like 15 a game that they have for those other three guys. It might be Creener with 12 minutes one week. The next week he's playing seven, back up to 12, and then a week later it's three because the shot's not falling down. I think it's just going to be a constant rotation of guys, and the hot hand's going to get a lot of minutes. It's kind of like what happens when you have multiple tailbacks. Bobby, we wrap up with uh, a story that has dominated the Twitter, Twitter sphere over the last few days. The emblem 
the Tiger Hawk uh-huh. at the 50-yard line. Bobby, you seen much uh, craziness over something at a 50-yard line on a football field? This, hey, if that's your thing and you've wanted to see this for years, enjoy today because <laughs> it's been up on the live stream. It's what you've been after. Take it in in, in all its glory. I don't understand all that, and it's not a I've only covered Iowa for a year thing. That That is just beyond my comprehension um, for anything with sports or things like that. But if that's, if that's something you've been going after, open the champagne, celebrate. Today's a big day for you. Have fun with it. <laughs> well, you've got to see that ugly eye in the middle of uh, your school's field over the last, uh, oh, how long's the eye been over there in Illinois? They've had that thing out there looking hideous for a long time, right? That thing, I think, has been on the field longer than I've been alive. It has been. It has been. <laughs> and lately it's seen a lot of bad football. Oh, not just lately. That's kind of through the years. <laughs> it's always good, man, when you take time to come on the show. And just remember on his business card, Bobby Legest does not suck. Yeah, that's the big takeaway from today. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. See ya. <laughs> there you go. From the land of 10. That's great. That's great. Good stuff out of Bobby. And lots going on in, in Hawkeye yeah. land yeah, here. It is, the last yeah. Kind of a, a weird time to get it, a bunch of news kind of coming out. Yeah, it really is. And uh, we will wait. Primetime League back in action on Sunday. Also the same for the Capital Cap City, City League. League. Right. So uh, we'll be able to recap those things next week. But we still got, well, one more segment and one more day of show, including tomorrow. Yes. Our Friday fun segment. I got one for you. I'm going to let you ponder it throughout the night. Really? I'll tell you what it is. On Fridays during the summertime, we have a little Friday fun with uh, some topic to take us a little bit off the rails. I'll tell you what it is coming up on the other side. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Let's transform a space. Let's paint some walls. The Home Depot has everything you need to make it easy. From 3M Patch Plus Primer and Scotch Blue Painter's Tape to bare paint. It's all here. So let's work smarter. Let's prep smarter and get results that take a room from no to woe. Prep, paint, perfect. Available at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. It's Macy's One Day Sale Saturday with a preview day Friday. Save on amazing deals of the day. Apparel, shoes, and accessories for her. 30 to 60% off. Men's suits, dress shirts, and summer essentials. 50 to 65% off. Select fine jewelry. 50 to 75% off. Kitchen electrics, cookware, dinnerware, and more. 50% off. And summer's best bed and bath trends. 60% off. Earn plenty points. Dream Macy's One Day Sale. Plenty. Lots of points. Lots of places. One rewards program. Savings off regular and surfers. Exclusions apply. Life's never perfect, but as realtors, we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference. 
Imagine hiding from your screeching children in that spacious walk-in closet. Watching the neighbor's dog poop on the freshly sodded grass you negotiated during closing. Dropping your cell phone in the toilet of the spa-like five-piece bathroom. Again. <laughs> so get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online for like a year. She couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 1700 KPGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips. Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the hometown scoop with Monk and Kelly. I didn't know you had a clothing line. Yeah. Is it really made of bacon? It's got the official bacon (laughs) stamp of approval. You're not scratch and sniff. News from around the globe with Westwood One. On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria on the Big Talker. 1700. KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, it's our final segment of this Thursday. Boy, where's the where's the week gone? I feel like I still feel really good. Normally on Thursday, I'm starting to wind down. Here. Right, right. Maybe it's I. Here's here's what I'm going to propose. Huh? That we just do three days a week. Three days a week. Well, that would work well for you. I, on the other hand, have bills to pay. <laughs> I can't go to that. Well, you pretty much do. I mean, the number of times that you, even when you show up show for a up, full I, week. Yeah, yeah. It, sometimes I'm really only putting in two or three days, right. yeah, so even though I'm here. It, it's pretty much three days a week, regardless for uh, you. Okay. Then you add the amount of time that you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you average it up. You'd be lucky to work three days a oh, week. Oh, man. Man. Month-long hiatuses. <laughs> Two-week vacation. Yeah. Uh, 
What now? Okay. When do I get my vacation? By the way, whatever. You know, whatever. You know in July, I always like to take a vacation. Yeah. Well, what, can I trust you? No. Oh, jeez. You saw what happened when you were gone. What happened? Oh, I had to have somebody come in just to make sure I did it correctly. Now, after I got going, yeah. it was okay. Right. All right. When you weren't here. When I when you were gone for the week and I was doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Once I got going, I was all right. But I don't trust myself. Look, after that day where I hung up on about 15 people on the phone, yeah. I just don't trust myself with, with any equipment. Well, I've seen you make phone calls on this phone That's system. That's different, though. That's well, you can you no, can right, line up just, the guests. That's just one phone call. I'll automate things so it, the brakes will hit at the same time every day. <laughs> you just got to time it out, okay? Yeah. I'll make it easy on you. I know you will. I'll make it easy I know. on you. I'm well aware of that. But you know, but give the guy a break here. You got <laughs> you know the amount of time that I put in. Yes, you do. I, I think I deserve a little time off you every put, once in a while. You put in at least an extra hour longer than me. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> All right, with that. Friday tomorrow. Yes, you you set the, you set the tease up. Friday, I'm, fun. I'm ready. All right, so we've done some goofy things. We've had some fun with yes, uh, we have with a number of different things yeah. throughout the time. I got one here for you. Okay, our Friday fun tomorrow is going to be yes dealing with colleges and beer. Oh. As you saw earlier this week, Texas has a partnership now with Corona. They do. We're going to try to find beers that equate to different college football programs. So the uppity-up ones, we'll look for some craft beers. We'll Mm -hmm. look for uh, who's Budweiser, who's Bud Light, who's Coors Light, who's Milwaukee's Best, who's Old Style. All these different beers. We're going to do it. We'll do the Big Ten. We'll do the Big 12. Okay. We'll do a few national brands, Alabama, Florida State, USC. Sure. We'll try to come up with a list here. You got a night to think, to prepare, to put it together. Okay. Uh, for our listeners on Twitter, you can be involved as well. Send us some ideas that you have for your teams. And uh, speaking of Twitter, last yes. night, Jimmy B. What do you got there, kid? We got a uh, a couple of tweets last night that really cracked me up. Do you Did you see last night uh, some people talking about us? Well... <laughs> People talk about us all the time. Most of the time, it's not in a very good vein. Well, this comes from Hawks101. He asked, as we were talking about the hot dog contest yesterday. Oh, sure. How many hot dogs Jimmy B could eat (laughs) during a show? (laughs) He asked, eight, 12? Uh Uh-huh. I said, no way. There's no way you could eat that many. You eat like a bird. You pick at a little food. You bring in carrots. Yeah. That's your lunch. Carrots are good for you. You're a little spindly guy. And <laughs> spindly. there is no way you could eat eight hot dogs even over the course of a three-hour show. I can tell you right now, I would not even get close. Not even close. No. If you had to eat five, could you do it? No. You physically couldn't do it? No. Stomach wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it, and you wouldn't take it because there'd be a big mess on oh, the floor. Oh, yes. Christian then asks, "Okay, how many seven and sevens could Jimmy That's be?" That's different. Now, how many could you drink over the course of a three-hour show? All right, now it depends. If I eat steak and potatoes uh-huh. before the show, yeah. So I got plenty of food in my stomach. You need food to have a I, lot of booze in I, there too. I, I gotta have I gotta have stuff in there to sop it up for a while. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So my metabolism is way too fast. Uh huh. 
I could probably do three to four. Three to four. If I if I eat a big steak and potato. Now without without sounding absolutely obliterated sure. on the show. I said three. Yeah. I said three yeah. would be the number. That would probably be it. And even at three, we joke about Jim. Jim with three drinks. <laughs> It's. I've seen it before. It's not a pretty sight. That voice gets a little louder. Yeah. The slurring gets a little more. Oh boy. It's. It's quite the scene. That's just with three. Now. Yeah. I, and if we're talking four, five, six, I, oh, I can no, only I, imagine. No, you're just you're just putting me in bed and I'm out. I told. I'm gone. I told Christian he'd have three and be on the floor by the end of the show. Oh yeah. And uh, he laughed and said, "I just totally picture him drunk talking about how great the NBA and Iowa State is." <laughs> I don't have to be drunk to talk yeah, about that. Oh, great work there, Otto oh, Christian. Man, that's good stuff. A lot of fun. But again, get involved with our Friday fun coming up tomorrow. Beer and what team it equates to. Which school is your beer sponsor? Yes. Now there's easy ones that kind of go along with the state. You know, for Minnesota, Grain Belt. Yeah. A big brand back in the day, like Minnesota football used to be, now known as a crappy beer. Grain Belt, Minnesota. That's an easy one. I could I could do this. Plus, I, it's brewed in Minnesota. It so is. That's easy. I could go University of Washington. Uh huh. Rainier beer. Rainier. Okay. It's brewed right in Seattle. It is brewed in Seattle. It is a, an older brand, mm-hmm. but making been, a little bit of a comeback. Been around for a long time, much like the Huskies did last yes, year. Yes, exactly. It can't just be something though. It's brewed here. Yeah. You've got to have some kind of connection. It's got to be a connection. Absolutely. We'll do that tomorrow. Jimmy B, tonight? Yes. What's on the docket for you? I'm gonna Summer League basketball, right? I will probably, well, it depends who, which players are playing. All right. All right. I sampled a little bit uh, today, and I watched last night out in Utah because Jason Tatum was playing mm-hmm. out of Duke, number three pick for the Celtics, so I watched a little of him. But I, I'm waiting for Monte Morris, Peter Jock, Gotcha. Those guys to show up. Naz Long, by the way, uh, had a nice showing with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And did you also see for that George Niang not participating uh, has a very badly bruised knee, so he will not participate in any summer league basketball now. Interesting. Yeah, but that, I I will look at that. Also, baseball wise tonight, Twins Orioles. Yeah, it didn't get you. Miami, St. Louis. Mm, that's going what, on right now. Yeah, it is. You see Four, what two. you see what Stanton did last night with two bombs. He did. He did. Arizona Dodgers maybe late. Yeah, night. I watched a little bit of that last night, mm-hmm. and that was that one nothing game. Yes. Yeah. God, the Dodgers are tough. They are. They are tough. They, Alex Wood not, ten not, and zero now. Not only not only do they have pitching, but they field it well too. They really do. So that is on the docket for us tonight. Rockstar. You know what Satellite. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Candace Parker and the Los Angeles Sparks against Maya Moore and Minnesota. Jimmy B with a full recap of that one tomorrow for you. (laughs) We'll be back at it at noon. Have a good afternoon, everybody. We'll take you back home here. 3 o'clock, top of the hour, then CBS Sports Radio on the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. 
He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. This is Shaquille O'Neal. Here with 13-year-old Dylan. Pleased to meet me. What's that smell? My body spray, dude. <coughs> A little strong, isn't it, bro? You know it. Ooh, this is the perfect time for me to introduce new Gold Bond Men's Powder Spray. More than a scented body spray, it controls odor and wetness with a sophisticated scent. It really separates the men from the Dylans. Hold up. Have my earbuds in. You say something? Nope. Fellas, stay cool with Gold Bond. Be the host with the most and get the most savings at the Home Depot's Red, White, and Blue Savings Event with up to 40% off appliance special buys. Like the GE Stainless Steel Gas Range, a Home Depot exclusive with convection oven. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. A cumulus.